0: And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on nine thirty A. M. The answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Doctor Calvin Finch on the porch on a beautiful Sunday afternoon. We're here at Millburgers at sixteen oh four on Bulverde Road and we encourage you to come on by and uh and the wind out of the north. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at the flag. Though. If you're out of the wind, it's not very, it's not cold. It's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, if you're in the wind, it can be a little chillier if you're in the wind the shade. Yesterday we were sweating. Today. Today we just feel good.
1: <laughs> Calvin got on his sweatshirt.
0: That's right. He had to take it off yesterday. All right. So I get to start off with a question. Oh, no. I know. I know it puts fear in your heart. <laughs> So yesterday...
2: We've only got two
3: hours.
0: Okay. Uh. <laughs> so here we go. Yesterday, I uh, raked a bunch of leaves in the backyard that been, seemed like they have been there for years. And uh, <laughs> years. there's nothing underneath them now except soil. Good. All right. So... Was it in the shade or sun? Uh, partial shade. It's, uh, well, actually... They're probably now more in the sun because that's the... Remember the ligustrum I cut down? Yeah. That was blocking the sun from... uh, Okay, good. So it's like... So we're trying to figure out what to do next. We can get sod or we can do seed. Um, And if we do sod, I I know I've heard you all say you can do sod any time of year. Right. But, like, doesn't it go dormant and are you watering just... No. It, with faith? Or, okay. Well,
1: you're watering it when you first put the sod down. All right. Because you're watering, you're trying to give it a chance to establish a root system. Okay. But uh, Not to stay alive. Yeah. And uh, after that's done... After, what, in two weeks is that what we say We're oh I wow. wanted it for two weeks three weeks three weeks
0: okay
2: I think the uh, saws nowadays too gives you a little more flexibility okay in the, in the old days you know we yeah you could do it in three weeks <laughs> you could probably do it in two weeks if y- we yeah
1: but uh then uh then uh, uh, you can kind of slack back on the watering after that two to three week period so actually for someone who but you can't uh, there's no seed that you can plant now other than
0: rye seed yeah rye and, grass. and that's i know i don't think y'all enthusiastically recommend that
2: <laughs> well it it gives it something to green in the yeah. winter well and it's a uh, erosion issue if you got if you're on a little s- slope in this t- uh-huh. this time of the year ryegrass is better than nothing
0: for yeah, time. that's that's no, that's an idea. But that will will that hurt if I
2: sod it later?
0: No, no. Uh-uh. Okay, yeah, this, it'll this. it'll go all the way
1: till
2: uh, April or May. Oh, you'll be moaning and groaning a little bit and saying, "Wish <laughs> I was But the yeah, actually, it's easy to you may you, you, you may
1: get to. to mow it.
0: I, I think I've mowed ryegrass
2: before. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, in the of course, I I have my beautiful. I wish you could uh, get some uh, bluegrass
3: <laughs> like
1: I have. Yeah, lovely bluegrass. Oh,
3: you
0: love that bluegrass.
1: Oh, it's nice and soft. All all the people from the north that have grown up with bluegrass—that's uh, one of the major complaints when they come to Millburgers. They want a
2: grass that's soft. It's the bluegrass. And, and pretty as bluegrass, and there
1: don't, there doesn't exist
2: one. Hmm. Well, and they want one too that doesn't have fire ants in it.
0: <laughs> Uh-oh. But, uh oh!
2: But Calvin's going to disparage your bluegrass. No, oh, no. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh. But I, I mean, it, oh, give me it has their, nothing kinda... to do, the fire ants have nothing to do with the no, no, the bluegrass. But if they if they had a whole <laughs> list of things they prefer, that would be
1: a, yeah, and. Uh, the fire ants have moved north <laughs> I, I remember uh, i used to love to dig in the soil when i went up to visit my home place in tennessee and uh and there were ants up there but they they and they'd get on your hands and everything but they wouldn't sting i couldn't get over it my mother would come out and I was out there looking at the ants all over my hand, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and she said, what in the hell are you doing? (laughs) Get those ants off here. (laughs) But now, uh -uh. uh-uh. They're in Tennessee. They crossed the river. Oh. Well, I guess they were on that side of the river, come to think about it. They came in the. New Orleans, didn't they?
3: I wonder how. It well, I
1: don't know where they came from. Yeah, yeah, they okay. they were imported into New Orleans. It'd be interesting. Why? To... Accidentally. Oh, okay. It'd
2: Be interesting to know how far north they are. Uh,
1: <laughs> well, I know they're in Tennessee. Yeah. Do you know? I don't think. You going to go- i don't go- think going to Google they, that.
2: They definitely weren't. I don't think they were in Oklahoma when I lived there. no Oh
1: no. no. It's it's been within the last ten years.
2: Huh. That they moved not, that far north. It'd be interesting to see where yeah. their range is now. You <laughs> know, we get they've got so much attention when they first got here. Mm-hmm. And people were working on them <laughs> when there were grants. There. Yeah, yeah. But uh, now you don't get nearly the attention. Yeah, I remember they said uh,
1: they said that uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, they never would go to El Paso. Never would be that far west. Get too dry. Wrong. Mm. They're out there now. <laughs> I guess they, they moved into the city where, the, where they watered a little bit. But uh, they're there now. I was, I was I'm still kind of disappointed. Yeah. When uh, Texas A&M and, and uh, Phil Graham declared war on those fire ends and were going to eliminate them from the state. <laughs> yeah.
0: How's that working out for him? That's ant? not not doing well. Yeah, we need to have Warren call us. <laughs> Warren needs to tell us how far they're finding fire ants. Warren, if you're listening, I know you do sometimes, uh, call us. We need a fire ant report. How Warren, far? Warren, who? Warren Ramsey, Spider Man. Oh, well, he probably knows. Warren's involved in the pest control. I, I trust my man in Austin, Dennis. No, no, no. Warren's got real experience because he's you know he's on all these pest control boards yeah so they i'm sure these are national ones and he could tell you okay yeah they're complaining about it in montana uh, <laughs> <laughs> got them in canada now
1: well but, uh, the the thing that might get rid of them is when the ground freezes
3: yeah
2: And well, means they can go deeper that uh I, I think that probably limits their northern yeah oh, okay of course we've we said that you know before. I hope I hope they're not that far. I hope. <laughs> I'd be surprised if they were in Oklahoma, even <laughs> although the ground doesn't always freeze there. But
1: uh, yeah, still when still cold when we uh, it's funny when uh, we I give tours around to uh, people not from this area, and the first thing that they will do, the the visitors will. Take up a stance in a, in a fire ant mound. So before we give any turfs and they're not used to fire ants, uh, we always point out the fire ant mounds and say, don't step on these, don't stand in these, or if you kick one over, go way around it. And, uh, of course, they, they have to get stung severely before they actually believe that. But, uh, anyway, they're, yeah, they're a problem. But, anyway, getting back to your grass. They have it in New Zealand. What? They have fire ants in New Zealand. Oh, man. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'll send Phil Graham over there and, and <laughs> Texas
2: A&M. Well, find out. Uh, you can send whoever was ahead of the uh, cotton root rot. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <I'm sure. laughs> they suddenly think. switched to. Uh,
1: I was just thinking about that. I uh, <laughs> Uh, I talked to a guy that was going to, a guy that had a ranch down in Cthulhu, uh, uh, down in that area. And uh, <laughs> he called me one day. I remember it was, it was after, after 5 o'clock. I was in the office. And uh, come to find out, they had planted uh, cotton on his place uh, years ago on his ranch. And uh, I said, he was going to plant apples. And I told him, I said, <laughs> you're not, eventually, Cotton River, I was going to wipe those out. And he said something to me that uh, I don't think i ever forget. And uh, I said, <laughs> that is not realistic thinking. Because he said to me, he said, I have complete control. Uh, are complete confident that with the help of Texas A&M and my my money my funds, he was a millionaire. Uh, I can beat Cotton Root mm. and I said, <laughs> "Hell no, you're not gonna <laughs> you're not gonna beat Cotton Root He didn't listen. He went ahead and planted the apple orchard. And lost it in about four years, mm. four or five years. Regardless of his money in Texas A&M University, he couldn't beat Cotton River right? Okay, so Nature's up. hard to beat. Nature doesn't care about money. <laughs> no, they don't care about
0: money. Nature then, finds no. a way.
1: <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, I, I feel sorry for you that you're not going to have my beautiful bluegrass.
2: Yeah, that's okay.
0: But no, I'll. Maybe we can get you some horse herb to put in there. Actually, that would help with erosion too, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I uh, don't find Cherry's uh, bluegrass as beautiful as he does. When you compare it to Kentucky bluegrass, the kind. Woo! Of, okay, uh, is them fighting words? Wait a minute, you mean
1: there's a difference between my bluegrass and no, that gosh, bluegrass?
2: Yeah, because yeah, uh, that's the bluegrass that's. Planted all in Minnesota, oh, Kentucky, yeah. and every place like in that. Kansas, yeah, and that is a nice. That, that that is a soft grass and attractive and easy to manage, relatively easy. How's to manage. it different than my bluegrass? You just look little, little scraggly thing with seed heads <laughs> about this and Quit it. It's solid. My bluegrass is solid. Yeah, he's, got a, he's got a solid imagination. Oh, uh, rescue grass. Uh, is that what you use? Well, res- yeah, rescue grass is kind of is unruly compared to the bluegrass. But anyway, uh, I, I don't know where all that stuff came from. I still, I still
1: think there's a need for bluegrass seed. You know, I've set, said on the
2: show that uh, A&M was working. Uh, trying to now breed they, they a bluegrass might, for Texas. Yeah, they might eventually find that. That's more in line. Um, I don't think they can beat that heat. That's the problem erratic. Yeah, because, uh, you know, blue bluegrass, uh, Kentucky bluegrass is. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you go two weeks without water, it's yeah. like. Oh, we're in the middle <laughs> of a drought. Yeah, yeah the, funny,
1: the funny thing about. Uh, Uh, The nice thing about bluegrass, I'm getting everybody excited here, uh, is that uh, in Kansas, one uh, application of herbicide in the spring to take out the I remember I had uh, dandelion problems. Dandelions, and uh, and that uh, the the herbicide now with uh, I'd say I think they have some 2,4D in them, just wipe those uh, dandelions out and not hurt the bluegrass
2: at all. So they were easy to maintain weed free. Yeah, it yeah, is. Uh, it's re- relatively easy to compared to. Our grass much easier to manage.
1: Oh yeah. And you you still fertilize
2: them and You think you that. think it makes a difference that there's a soil has organic material in it and it's about <laughs> some places seven or eight feet deep. Well deep. mine's six or seven inches deep.
1: <laughs> but anyway, uh so All what right. what have you decided to do,
0: Method? Are you gonna I sod? Know. I may I may uh, sod. Uh, uh, well, I like the idea of when I, when I know I can focus on it for the three weeks. Yeah, and then I guess with the cooler weather, it's kind of yeah, it's a little it'll more like down. To, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm kind of liking that. What, what,
1: what make sure it? you
2: make sure you roll it.
1: Yeah, yeah. What do you have? Uh, do you have other grasses in the back where that's next to this spot that you're gonna plant? No. Also, oh, so you can choose the type of grass that you want to put that back there. Yeah. Like, you know, like I, I tell the story of uh, if you have dogs or pets. Yeah.
2: Uh,
1: <laughs> uh, we must have had a rainy spe- spell here one at one time or the other. But I always tell the story about uh, uh, the dogs walk a certain path. Cats do, too, I guess.
3: And
1: uh, yeah, they all walk the same path. And the sad thing about it is, when I'm out in the backyard, I'm walking on their path. <laughs> oh, is that right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I figured they figured the closest uh route to uh, where we were going, and I would choose, so I would get on their path
3: and avoid stickers, and-
1: yeah. <laughs> And and uh, my daughter had had uh, Australian Shepherd. Yeah, two of them, which are kind of active. They're big. And they always run along the fence. Okay. (laughs) And uh, they run under trees along the fence, and the grass has a hard time growing (laughs) under trees. Uh, These were uh, crepe myrtles. And uh, so they'd lose their leaves in the in the winter, and uh, they'd pra- track mud in the house, as dogs would, uh, or you had to wipe their feet every time they came in. Uh, so I I put out uh, some uh, zoysia sod in those wet in those places. I started out using carpet remnants, but for some reason. They didn't take root, (laughs) (laughs) and the aesthetics wasn't exactly what our what the women in the family liked. Well, if you hadn't used, even though I used different grades of carpet, well, if you hadn't used different uh, (laughs) colors,
0: (laughs) light blue.
1: Well, that's true.
0: Well, it was like Joseph's uh, coat, you know. It was a a yard of many colors.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, I understand. But it worked, but uh, they just didn't like that. But uh, the order worked real good, too. Oh, did it? Okay, that's good to know. And it, uh, yeah. It
2: actually prospered, which was surprising. He kind of put it down there. Yeah, we're having a hard time hearing you. He had it down there as a temporary... But actually prospered in that situation. The,
0: the carpet remnants or the zoysia?
2: The zoysia. Uh, okay. <laughs> and, uh, and that's one of the reasons why you suspect that it, there was some pretty good rains there. Yeah,
1: it was great marvel. All well, right. on the
0: grave We need to take a break. Thank you for your advice, guys. And then when we get back, we're going to talk to Delb. Uh, 210-308-8867. That's our number, 210-308-8867. More in a moment on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., the answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Well, I got a text back from Warren Remy, Spider-Man of Spider-Man Pest Control. It says, up to where soil temperatures stay in the 40s for days. Uh, not much found above Amarillo. by morning. <laughs> Up from San Antonio. Yeah. yeah. the Worst thing that so,
1: could happen to you is getting fire ants in in the morning.
0: I know. At so gorilla. Speaking of Warren Remy, if you've got Spider-Man, uh, so if you've got uh, fire ants here in San Antonio, or if you've got termites or rats or roaches or whatever you got, uh, Warren Remy and Spider-Man Termite Pest Control can help you get rid of those bad boys. Uh, they've been doing it now since 1976 and. The reason I reached out to Warren, because Warren has uh, an, a number of pest control boards as a as an expert or as a member of the board, and uh, he uh, deals with these uh, nationwide with pest problems, and people come to him, even here in San Antonio, to uh, to find out what to do about stuff. So you can give him a call and get rid of those pests by calling 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. 21 or online go spidermanpest.com you want those bugs to go spidermanpest.com what did he say about the farts you don't find them above uh where they have uh amarillo yeah you don't find them much above amarillo so i guess you find them but not much
2: yeah that means you'd probably you'd find them like halfway up uh oklahoma
1: yeah uh, okay yeah you're right. We've uh what
0: did you say about the 45 degrees? Well, what he explain? he may have to call us. <laughs> up to where soil temperature stays in the 40s for days.
2: So that so if it freezes, I guess Oh yeah, if it freezes they're not there but if the he's, he's saying that if it stays in the 40 degree weather yeah soil that not well, do price. that. It
1: doesn't do that in Tennessee right outside of memphis huh so- yeah they, they have 10 degrees and have zero sometimes in the soil yeah well air temperature yeah but uh the the ponds and
0: lakes free- freeze over I'm not sure okay we'll, we'll we'll get some clarification on that that's all right all right delb is on the line at 210-308-8867 hi delb welcome to millburgers gardening south texas how you doing today
4: I'm doing just great. It is so good to hear your smiling voices out there. <laughs> well, thank
1: but, uh, you. You, you, hey, don't, you don't have fire ants out there, do you?
4: Oh, only only in the places where there's gravity and soil. Uh. But, uh, <laughs> anyhow, you know, it will be a national crisis if we get the report that there are fire ants in Bismarck, North Dakota. And, uh, you know, it might be time to just give it up at that point. But,
3: uh... <laughs> there you go. Still then,
4: I think there's there's hope. There you go. I've got, got a question for you. Have y'all run across... I haven't heard you talk about, but uh, are you familiar with uh, longevity spinach?
2: No. Longevity, no.
1: Well, we, we use, uh, hybrid spinaches, which, uh are disease-resistant and things like that, but, uh, well, yeah, yeah, but they they last a long time.
4: Okay, but well, functivity spinach, I don't even know. I can't remember its scientific name, but uh, I had a lady share some cuttings with me, and she said, oh, just put them in some water and they'll root. And I'm not a big fan of rooting things in water anyhow, but by golly, they have just put out roots like crazy. And we'll be putting some of them in, in pots this week. But uh, this is a spinach that does not like cold weather. I, I don't think it's even closely related to regular spinach.
1: So yeah. Is
4: that on your radar for future reference?
1: But does, it like, uh, does it look like spinach?
4: Not even close.
1: <laughs> uh, probably we well, ain't calling a, it spinach if it doesn't look like spinach and uh, tastes like spinach and
4: okay. New Zealand calling
1: it spinach.
4: I know, but, but what does the New Zealand spinach have to do with regular spinach? Nothing. But <laughs> it's called New Zealand spinach or Malabar, and it's a, a warm weather spinach, and that's kind of what this is. Okay. My understanding is that this uh, longevity spinach does not like cold weather at all. So hmm. it needs to be protected be in times of plant. cold. Yeah, and so Milton is probably busy pulling that up on the confuser right now. But, uh, <laughs> That's a good
1: idea. Well, uh, they say longevity. And, uh, how long does it
4: last? Through well, the,
1: through I, I think the, it's
4: supposed to be longevity for the people that eat it not necessarily for the spinach oh uh,
1: okay I got you it's healthy for you
4: yeah it's supposed to have some outrageously good uh, effects as far as being an anti-cancer very good for blood pressure very good for cholesterol very good for uh, numerous bodily functions and uh blood, <laughs> blood sugar, all kinds of good things mm. it's supposed to be super good for. It. So anyhow, I just wanted to throw that out on the table and uh Yeah. Have you be aware of it. Um Reg- lady that Reg- I got Reg- my pettings from, I was doing a uh, service project for servicing mm. her water and taking care of some things in her house. Um a couple of years ago, and she got this package, and she had paid I don't know, 45 50 bucks for three little uh, rooted cuttings. And Mm -hmm. uh, since then, it has just grown like crazy, and they have really, really been enjoying it, and uh, it's been some wonderfully good stuff. She's definitely a seasoned citizen, but She's one of those seasoned citizens that has, uh, you know, probably a half an acre worth of garden, and she's she's up in yeah. her northern northern seventies to lower eighties. And uh, <laughs> by golly, if it does that for her, I I like that.
1: Have you have I you, you eaten that. any? Have you eaten any?
4: Oh heavens, yes! I've eaten a lot of leaves off of it, and I I kind of like them. They're pretty delicious.
1: Hmm. You kind of like them, huh?
4: I, I but they don't like taste
1: like spinach, and they don't look like spinach.
4: Uh, it's it's special, Jerry. <laughs> you okay. you would yeah. like it. Anybody from Tennessee would get excited about this. I'm oh, sure.
1: is that right? That sounds like. I don't think we grow much spinach in Tennessee. At least we didn't when I was there. But uh, well, you you grow a you grow some and and. Uh, uh, we'll give you a dollar for a dozen cuttings. How's that?
4: <laughs> well, don't worry about the nickels. We'll see if we can get some uh, rooted up and growing for you. Drop them by there the nursery go. there, and you guys can take them home and uh, experiment with them a little bit. Yeah, we'll make but, we'll uh, melt and eat them.
0: Well yep. Right. <laughs> eat it. It's gonna be oh, good. it's in the daisy family according to It's uh, in the Daisy family. I think this is according to
1: Wikipedia, yeah. Didn't they have some oh. allucin daisies? Uh <laughs> were uh, <laughs> more. I have
0: no idea. Those
1: were salvia, weren't they?
0: Maybe <laughs> no. you don't know. know anything about longevity life. spinach? No. No. <laughs> okay. And I ain't that uh, ain't uh, but half of it, sounds most.
5: tasty. Yeah, let's see. <laughs>
0: It's sometimes called Uh longevity spinach or longevity greens. Uh, It's according to Wikipedia, blah, 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 blah. Uh, An edible vine found in China, Southeast Asia, and Africa. Leaves are ovate, elliptical. Uh, Flowering heads are penicilled.
5: Yeah. We, if it's spinach, we don't want flowering heads. Right? I don't think
0: it's. I think it's just called spinach. I don't think it's really. Okay,
5: so it's like Malabar spinach. Yeah. Wow. yeah uh, not a real spinach. It tastes yeah. like spinach, cooks like spinach. Yeah, but let's see. Spinach. Plant
0: is. Well, this does taste like spinach or taste like spinach. But it's cultivated as a vegetable or medicinal plant. Its young leaves are used for cooking, such as uh, meat and prawn in vegetable soup. Oh. It okay. doesn't say much about it, though. Oh, huh. okay. But, yeah, they, but there are lots of sources on the web about it. Yeah, okay,
4: thanks if you. If you dig on down further, apparently there's a lot of it grown over in Houston southeast Texas, part okay. of the world. And uh, uh, for the last couple of years, it's been doing well around Seguin. And so uh, I'll okay, tell you more but... about how it does between Bernie and Comfort.
0: All right. <laughs> thanks, Delb. Yeah. Hey, you uh, sp-
4: guys, keep up the good work. We sure appreciate you. Thanks,
0: Thank you. man. You take care. Spinach,
1: oh. spinach has that uh, those same qualities of uh, uh, health benefits. Uh, so, and I hate to mention it, but co- so does collards. No.
5: <laughs> what about kale?
0: <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. Oh, he really oh, hates yeah. to mention that. Yeah, yeah yuck. Carol is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Carol. What's going on today? Welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas.
6: Thank you. I hope you can help me. I would love to plant and nurture a Japanese maple, perhaps one that is uh, fairly low-growing for an area that I took out of grass in the backyard. It's shady. I know they don't like the alkaline soil. Do you think there's any... Japanese maple that
5: would survive. There are people that are successful, and there are people that are failures. Uh, it really, <laughs> that's on, true in everything. Really, right? really depends on how much effort you're willing to put into it. So obviously, planting it right, using a lot of uh, sphagnum peat, giving it extra iron is going to help combat the pH of the soil. No, uh, it's Billy, but, but you you always still have that it really doesn't want to be here kind of attitude coming from it.
2: Yeah, it's a. Uh severe stress if we get into a drought with, with the alkaline so soil.
5: I, ideally, you'd want it underneath a deciduous tree. So that way it would have the full sun when it's going to leaf out during the winter, because it can tolerate that no problem then. But in the shade of the big tree, by the time it gets warm.
2: Yeah, you know? It really does well in a, a courtyard kind of situation. Uh,
5: and I've seen some people be successful in containers <laughs> Yeah, with, with those short-growing varieties. Now, because they don't do well here, they're hard to find, especially the short-growing ones. The The average one that you'll find is called blood good. Uh, I think it's the prettiest, but it's not going to be stay small enough to stay in a pot.
6: Well, do you have any at Bull Burgers?
5: I've got zero right now. Um, okay. I, will, I will have some, hopefully, out of Oklahoma the f- last week in... January or the first of November is that a wish
0: list thing she could call and put her name on the wish list they're
5: they're already booked okay but there weren't any short growing varieties oh okay
1: hmm have you have you ever grown those before or seen them grow Uh,
6: well i grow well in Connecticut and I've tried two here and I fortunately they both didn't make it
1: oh okay
2: yeah they're tough
1: to grow, yeah. Any yeah.
6: other uh, what? Oh, growing mm-hmm. in the shade that would be pretty and mound up?
1: and Yeah. Do you, uh, do, well, do you
5: if you're looking for coloration like that, uh, fringe flower would be another one that would give you some, some burgundy-ish color. Uh, and it could be grow, trimmed as a shrub or a tree depending on the variety. But it's also an acid-loving plant, too. <laughs> uh, not not near as bad as the, the <clears throat> maples or gardenias or anything like that, but uh, it's it's up there as far as the, the quantity of iron and things that you'd have to give it.
1: Is this in the shade or sun, or what is it?
6: It's mostly shade, yes. Mostly shade. And the shade. cast iron plant grows behind it pretty well. I actually planted some periwinkles, which survive, believe it or not.
5: Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, if you want to try to do it easier and still have sort of the same look, I'd look for a dwarf variety of Loropetalum. Uh like Little David I think could be one that might fit your sizes. Good.
2: That's a, that's a good a good strategy for an experiment. Mm-hmm.
5: And that one you could you might if the pot was big enough, you could probably do that one in a pot where okay. you could control the pH better.
2: Okay. And certainly
5: thank gonna be certainly going to find it more frequently than you would the maples.
0: Okay, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you, Carol. Good luck, Carol. <laughs> All right, that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Trace is on the porch with us, obviously, uh, helping us out. And uh, what's going on, Trace?
5: Well, I think I found some strawberries for this what? week, I think.
0: Uh-oh. Yeah. yeah. Don't,
5: don't quote me on that. We won't quote you. Probably, win, hopefully, Wednesday or Thursday, uh, I'll have some. I saw them. Um, you saw them yeah I saw oh, them those are the ones I'm hoping for a lot of them, yeah, well, I ordered most of them
1: <laughs> yeah they're pretty pretty strawberries in uh I think they're in a four, four, and, a four half, and a half inch pot four and a half inch pot yeah but uh yes yeah, uh it's a good time to good time to plant strawberries, and uh, of course, like we tell people, remove all blooms and runners until Christmas. Hmm. Which nobody will do.
3: But what if they they do do it?
1: (laughs) It's supposed to grow the mother plant a little bit uh, larger. And uh, the, (laughs) but nobody does it because sometimes in a mild winter, which we've had the last four or five years, uh, the the, uh, blooms will, the first bloom, will produce a strawberry and be ripe and
2: by, um, February. And they'll do it over a long season too. Eh? Yeah. Those, yeah. Uh, bo- all the varieties we've had the last couple of years here at Millburgers have done really well in that situation. Yeah. Didn't you, didn't you say, uh, yours went for a year or more? Yeah, mine are, mine are looking good.
5: Uh, I've got the, <laughs> those at the runner's. Oh, yeah.
2: did you brood some runners?
5: Yeah, I just... Um, uh, in California, don't they grow it as a two-year crop?
1: Yeah. Or yes? Yeah. No.
5: A what? Okay. I thought in California they grew strawberries as a two-year crop. No, that's north. Okay. Yeah, I mean, north I mean, I mean, It was it somewhere. Two, what's two a two-year year crop? Well, in Minnesota, they grow You them can keep the, the plant growing for two years.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they plant them in, in the spring of one year, and uh, in like in Minnesota and Kansas and whatever. And then they grow the mother plant through the summer, which is not as hot as ours. Hmm. <laughs> and then uh they'll produce the following year. After, oh, okay. after they've been planted. They actually they they produce different, different produce varieties.
2: They produce that first spring and then they'll produce that second year too.
1: Yeah. So. Uh but the uh yeah, the big crop is the second year. Yeah, they may produce a fruit first, a few. I remember my favorite one up in Kansas was one called uh, Red Chief, and uh, but the the plants are extremely hardy. Now, what we do down here is uh, we get all our plants out of California, and uh, they they put them in cold storage. They harvest them in the summer i guess uh and put them in cold storage bare root and then uh they ship them in, in beginning in september to here to to the area poteet area and that around here and then uh, our growers uh will will they cut they usually cut the roots off. <laughs> we, we've had a big discussion on whether to leave or cut the roots. but uh, And then put them in the four-and-a-half-inch containers and uh, let them root out in there, and they they make a good sales plan. They haven't always been on the market, Trace, have they?
5: No, Some years, uh, some years yes, some years no.
1: Yeah, but I mean
5: and i always beg and plead the growing operations to do it sometimes right. they listen sometimes they don't yeah
1: right but uh well, we can always
5: get them when it's not time to plant them in the spring.
1: <laughs> yeah but it's it's uh they're there in fact there's an ornamental strawberry yes there is
5: with a very pretty so, pink bloom
1: yeah and the plant the plant they have a little bit of beer. But the, the strawberry plant is sort of attractive.
2: Oh, yeah. It was one of our... That uh, gardener we talked about that uh, had grown the azaleas and acidified the yeah. soil. Oh, so yeah. It, Passmore. Yeah. No. Another,
1: the no, other one. Passmore could have done it, too.
2: <laughs> but the other one did. And they had a large plantings of those ornamental strawberries. Yeah. They were very attractive.
1: Yeah, they're beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then spider mites come along in the middle of summer, and so that's why we pl- replant every
5: uh, every fall. I had a UFO sighting this morning. Uh-oh. All right. A customer brought in a sample of their grass, and it had a fruiting body, uh, very large, unusual shaped fruiting bodies coming out of it.
1: Was it a mushroom?
5: No, I don't. Even, it looked more like shelf fungus, but it looked like cauliflower. Uh, oh, is that right? Huh. And so I, I asked them, I said, well, did y'all recently cut down a tree there or anything like that? Well, their answer was three years ago. Yeah. I said, well, it's yeah. about time that it starts doing its decomposing. Yeah. What would you tell them to do? Knock them off? Yeah, just knock them off. Yeah, off.
1: There's there really no spray that you can she was put with on them fun- and kill was,
5: them. Yeah, she was treating it with a fungicide. I, I, I told her if she really didn't like the way it looked, maybe she put some copper or sulfur on it. But, uh,
1: yeah, they're co- they're coming off that root, yep. those decaying roots, and they're kind of underground. Well, it's Did you tell her not to eat them?
5: No, I, uh, I, I, <laughs> I told her it wouldn't bother me. I'd just knock them off and if, yeah. you, if, if, if or when it happens again, just to, well, well, the same. The, the fungicide
2: may not be affecting them. No. Usually the timing is such that they're going to be gone naturally, so
1: you yeah. say, ah, the fungus fungicide worked. Yeah, yeah the mu- the mushroom is a fu- is a fungus, right? Oh, yeah, it's yeah.
3: a fun yeah. guy. Fungi- yeah.
0: <laughs> fun guy and, to hang around with. And so, <laughs> so are you, Milton. No, uh, thank you. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah,
5: <I can't>
1: <laughs> compare him to a fungus, doesn't matter. Yeah. No, just a, I
5: wasn't comparing him to a fungus. A fun guy, yeah. Fungi.
2: <laughs>
5: that uh, could
3: be taken a number of ways. I, That'll
5: be that'll I be yeah. minted at all those Yeah, times. okay,
2: thank you. That'll be good if we get the uh sunflowers I mean the <laughs> strawberries. strawberries in there and then we have get them we get the red, white, and blue um blue, blue bonnets. bonnets and uh of course the cyclamen and uh yeah and uh um, strawberries, uh the all kinds of exciting yeah. things to grow. We attractive. Uh Guess who just came
1: in and brought a uh, almost a whole tray of uh, Billy. Billy. Uh, we we told him about, about him yesterday, and uh, he came in. What did he buy? The red white blue, blue blue bonnet. Okay. He planted some at the church and uh, planted some at his house. So uh, B- uh, Billy's uh, keeping up with us now. I saw a lot of people buying blue bonnets yesterday uh we get to see everybody's basket when they come by with their blue plants in. I would encourage you to not just get one or two blue bonnet plants because they uh, d-
5: he's talking to you milton <laughs> <laughs> do
1: you see do you see just one or two blue bonnets in the wall is that i mean out in the in the pasture? never. They're always in mass, yeah. Always planted in mass.
5: So, you're saying they should buy a flat of each color?
1: (laughs) Well, the neat thing that's this year is that uh, Trace has started this uh, volume selling of of plants and he's got them on red, white, and blue on sale for five for ten dollars.
5: Does that make it?
1: Uh, 5 dollars a piece. No, it's automatic.
0: I'll see I buy trouble. you an abacus. Yeah, or charge him what he thinks. There you go. Yeah, you're right. That's 5 dollars a piece, Dr. Persons. If it be 25 dollars for you. And
1: uh so at least get 5. At least get well, 5. Well,
5: that makes sense.
1: Yeah, there you but go. But would
5: you get two blue, two red, and one white? Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, five of each. The white is more vigorous than any See, I of agree, the others. Five you. of each really is a nice display. Oh yeah,
1: and then you can plant them. And this year, the the plants are the prettiest we've ever seen. I, I think. agree. Mm. They're in four and a half inch containers. They did That's, a good job
5: holding on to them that extra couple of weeks. Oh yeah, made a difference.
1: They They're they're good growers, and. Uh, the uh the picture you've got on your ad uh shows a close up of uh Ladybird Johnson Royal Blue. See that? Have you seen it?
5: Yeah, oh yeah, I saw it.
1: <laughs> and so uh you'll you'll have attractive planting. Now the bad news is <laughs> this year we're we're not gonna have uh our main planter f- from last year because he's using some kind of lame excuse
0: <laughs> we'll no Was it. that a pun? Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's an attempt at a pun <laughs> yeah, <so> I, <laughs> uh, I wish
2: you wouldn't do that put pressure on him I mean, we were just kind, of, kind of teasing him and, and yeah, it sounded like he was going <laughs> to m- m- great sacrifice and figure out a way that he but, could those uh,
1: We called him, was that last week? We yeah, I think him? so and uh, uh, he said he had foot surgery or something, and he wasn't going to be able to plant them this year. But uh, most of it, all of his most of his pictures that he took last year are on plantanswers.com. Yeah, if,
5: if I remember correctly, he even said you could drive him around and he'd take some pictures. Exactly. Yeah, you do remember correctly. <laughs> exactly. Mine like a steel trap. Sometimes. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he he thought he was going to get out of the whole project this year, but uh, he takes some beautiful pictures.
0: And that will give you some ideas when you go to the website.
1: And uh, Laura takes some pretty pictures. Yes, she does. Even with Milton in the background. I uh, no, I had to sneak still, uh, in
0: that picture.
2: <laughs> well, maybe we can have a few of our other gardeners step forward. and. Yeah. Because yeah. we, we didn't have a surplus of gardeners that did that display last
1: year. Uh, but you know, like I say, people are buying
2: one or two. But the interesting thing
1: about Ray's garden last year, or uh, planting, it was just a it was a rather small bed, uh, in front in his front yard, that he had that he had planted.
5: How much do you think he paid that bee to stand still and pose for
1: <laughs> He worked hard to get that bee on that flower because he he was telling us uh, last week. That his close-up camera has to be the lens has to be close to the bee or yeah. close to the flower, and he he, he took uh, I guess close to a hundred pictures before he got the one that's on com. That's very cool. That's a
0: nice thing about digital. Oh yeah. Hey, we need to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Milburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Milburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 on Bulverde Road on 930 a.m. The Answer. burgers Gardening, South Texas, where the guys are watching a monarch uh, here at the nursery. <laughs> While we, uh, you could be watching monarchs in your own backyard. You could be watching other kinds of wildlife, too, including what were the ones, what were the birds that Kyle was talking about that are here? They were the um, the ones that uh, normally are up north, the 80 ones. Do you remember there were eight, a flock of 80?
2: Oh, wow. Uh, Pine
0: Siskins. Yeah, the Pine Siskins uh, that are, the, the Siskins are in town. So, Mr. <laughs> Mr. or Mrs. Siskin, you can say hi to them. They can. Uh, but Wild Birds Unlimited can help you with that. It was fun talking to them. Uh, they've got all kinds of feeders. They've got all kinds of uh, homes and stuff for the for birds and squirrels and other wildlife. They also have stuff like suet. Uh, they've got all kinds of terrific feed. And right now with cooler weather, uh, they've got special winter blends that are a little more... Uh, have a little more fat to them, a little more protein to keep the birds uh, nice and healthy during the winter. But that's what they do. They solve problems at Wild Birds Unlimited, Northwest Military, and Hebner Road. So go by and visit Kyle and Bill and the gang over there. I've got to get some more names. They're more than just the two people.
2: i got to <laughs> And if you've n- never tried that uh, suet that's oh, uh, pepper-flavored, uh, go ahead and try that because it's amazing, those... Uh, Insect-eating birds uh, get all the woodpeckers are on there. Mockingbirds, uh, everything you can. uh, Oh, uh, wrens, things you wouldn't expect that don't eat generally don't eat seeds.
1: I feel sorry for them because they hang upside down.
2: The uh, wren, the wrens, yeah. But then, How the, can
1: they eat hanging upside down? Man? The other, Just because you can't doesn't mean you can't. <laughs>
2: the other thing is that you the, should try it. the squirrels <laughs> the squirrels are not interested in it. So yeah, cause, you don't have to spend your whole budget on feeding the squirrels.
3: <laughs>
0: Well, that's what they do at Wild Birds Unlimited, help you uh, bring nature and solve problems. Uh, it's uh, Northwest Military uh, and Hebner Road and, uh, and the Almas Creek Shopping Center. So uh, go by and visit them today. You can give them a call. They're doing curbside, by the way, and they're doing in store. Uh, you can uh, just uh, give them a call, 210. 210- Four seven nine B I R D two one zero four seven nine. There's a
2: plant of the week. Yeah. <laughs> it's got really got white foliage. <laughs> yeah.
0: Two one zero four seven nine bird for wild birds unlimited. All right. Two one zero three 8867 is our number. 2, 1, 0, 8867
1: What else you got? And they'll on? tell you how to attract the hawks to your yard. Yeah. Feed the sparrows in an open area. Yeah. And the hawks will feed on the sparrows. As Kyle
0: explained, it was the circle of life. Circle of life. <laughs> it was okay until he broke out in song, and it was like, oh, oh wow, just a little much. just,
2: yeah, before you get real enthusiastic about it and, uh, bringing in the hawks, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I realize what you're going to see now. Well, I mean, what? Well, oh, that's how I just I, I kind of make fun of my wife, Judy, because... Uh, <laughs> She loves love the hawks and roadrunners and thing. Uh, and then suddenly, when they've they've grabbed a little sparrow yeah. and they're tearing it apart, <laughs> she says, well, maybe that isn't so nice. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> But that's what they're. Uh, they get, they get fairly tame. <laughs> the hawks do? The Cooper's hawk, yeah. yeah. Jerry, Jerry and I watched him yeah. at our, our, uh, my house attack a uh, thick bu- uh, bush. Yeah. After the sparrows. Sparrows in there. Oh. Um,
1: that was funny, it, too, because the hawk went in one side, and you'd see the sparrows coming out the other side, but you'd see the hawk running around in there, trying to, you know, a thick bush, yeah. trying to get them. But you if know. you put it out in the open, they can get them easier.
2: Well, they and they have a another place that they don't hesitate to go after them. Uh, is the uh, our bird baths. Oh, is that right? Oh, it's huh? Uh, well, because they're yeah, uh, I it, thought about that. Wet, you know, especially our doves. Doves get all wet and uh-huh. enthusiastic and
1: oh. like, <laughs> and they they can't get away, huh?
2: Well, it's they just you can't uh, fly away. You get. You you uh, get uh, enthusiastic and. Uh, you lose track of. You, yeah, that's right. You're <laughs> concentrating on enjoying the. Like a kid the water. at the
1: swimming pool. That's it. Huh? <laughs> they uh We're coming up with all kinds of ways to attract hawks. Yeah. Right?
2: Kyle's
0: a very patient man when he <laughs> said, You really like those sparrows, don't <laughs> you, Dr. Jerry? <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: somebody's got to take them. Yeah. I know.
0: You're, you're a. <laughs> you're a, a, a uh, uh the someone dead, who uh, likes to deal in lost causes. The, the good
2: <laughs> news is though you don't there's not a lot of that. You don't see you know a, 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 if we see one successful attack on a on a sparrow we may see <laughs> Four or five or over two or three months, we may not see Night. anymore. We yeah. see attacks, but we don't see them get caught. Hey, yeah. we got to
0: take a break. Get, get you caught up with the news. Two one zero three zero eight. A hard break. Eighty no eighty eight sixty seven. Nope, not a hard break. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Bill Berger's gardening, South Texas, coming up on nine thirty a.m. This is the answer. Back to Milburgers Gardening South, Texas, on 930 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll-free outside of San Antonio, like, you know, Johnson City, 866-308-8867. Now, don't
2: be Ryle and Joe up. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs>
0: we got a call from Johnson City on the line. Don't oh, know who it is. Oh. <laughs> we blocked that call. We, we tried. He's, he's, he's working around it. He's got some <laughs> well, kind of cyber
2: small. thing going. There must be what, more than six or seven people that live there. Maybe it's
0: not Joe. <laughs> <true. laughs> Maybe it's not Joe. Who's this calling?
2: This is Johnson
0: City Joe. Oh, <laughs> see, there's, uh, apparently he's I'll, the only one there.
4: Uh, <laughs> uh, I act on like like I'm not listening. When you
0: talk okay. About <laughs> What's going on, Joe?
4: Well, first of all, I got a question about these blue bodies. I did get a, a whole tray of them.
3: All right. All
4: right. Good for okay. you. Okay. The question I have on it, it says red, then it says maroon. What? Yeah.
1: That's uh, <laughs> about it. That?
4: Huh? i
1: I've I've, wore, I've I've been trying to get them to change it to red maroon. Red dash maroon, because if you if you give that blue bonnet to somebody up at uh, Texas Tech in Lubbock, yeah, uh, and they see it bloom, it'll be, they'll say, well, that's red. Hmm. If you give it to somebody around College Station, yeah, they'll say, oh
0: hell yes, that's maroon. And they think everything's maroon.
4: <laughs> well, when I and, see it on the on the pictures, y'all have. And Milton, you got some great pictures there. Uh, of, Thank you. Uh, on, yeah. on there. And uh, it looks Thank red you. to me. It doesn't look maroon.
0: No, it looks red to me, too.
4: Okay. <laughs> well, it see,
1: red?
0: That's what I mean.
4: I mean, I'm not going to get a, a maroon one out of there, am I? No.
1: No. Okay. The, well, the, what we have been trying to do, Dr. Larry Stein and myself uh... have been trying to do for the past five to six years is to get a true red i mean a bright true red now they exist in the plantings uh... but uh, and we save the seed of those but we can't get them to stabilize because uh... that blue color <laughs> uh, Wants to wants to come out in there mm-hmm. and make it maroon. And we've had the same trouble
2: with the burnt orange.
1: Yeah. It's tried yeah. very
2: hard. Yeah, and we
1: we find that, you know, we, every year we find burnt orange, and then we pull the plants up and put them at the end of the field to re- remember to replant them, you mm-hmm. know, the next year. <laughs> and uh, yeah. we're not having a lot of luck with that. Uh-huh. No, I'm not buying that. The
4: other one is: What's the difference between the native blue and the ladybird blue?
1: It's much. If you look in the on the sale items, well, there's, there's a a look on look in the on PlantAnswers.com and uh, under or I guess on the flowers. Uh, it'll list uh, pictures of the ladybird blue. It is, more, it is more of a, in fact, when we first selected it, we called it cobalt because it's okay. that dark, oh, yeah. what do you say, Calvin? Uh, it's I dark, like, darker
2: blue. Yeah. I was thinking of it as icy blue. but now, yeah. I'm, I'm going to put them
4: into a container. Do I see these at all? We don't feed them in, the,
1: uh, in our yard when they come up our backyard. Do you feed them? Do you, fee- do you feed them? Fertilize them. Oh yeah. I was going in fact that was on my in my mind before I lost it that I was going to mention it that uh, when you come out here to look at migratory to get your blue bonus, look at the color of the foliage. It's beautiful dark green. Uh if you see any that are yellow, they'll never grow out of it. They'll never well, I get green pick those.
4: again. I I know better than that. <laughs> you did good. Okay, so and, uh, what do I feed it with?
2: Yeah, uh I I, smoke. Old.
4: well
1: Oh is it too slow? probably yeah. Uh probably uh I don't know if you heard us interview in uh the the our photographer the other day, but he was saying that he water, watered his weekly with uh soluble fertilizer. soluble fertilizer, like mirror acid, acid or
3: you use grow
1: or want it to grow or any of those types.
4: You you, you use the mira acid and not the uh the miracle grow.
1: Miracle no, works. No, Miracle Grow works good. Because yeah. they're. There's a mirror You use, you use mirror acid on uh, acidic loving plants. Yeah. But bluebonnets bonnets are alkaline loving right. plants.
4: So you just use the regular
3: Miracle Grow.
1: Yeah, and fertilize okay. and, and use it uh, every week. Every week. Or, or every, when you water it, every water. Well, I'm gonna and,
4: put this in an old wheelbarrow. Yeah, and I'm gonna make beautiful pictures for y'all. Now, yeah. will the seeds come back true
1: next year? Oh man! Well, let, let's let's make it through this year, Joe. <laughs> Just tell <laughs> because, me. <laughs> before, before the, because the seed coming back next year is dependent, and we've tried to explain this to Milton on the plant living this year yeah
4: <laughs> well i could grow plants i planted on it lived it i just want to know will those seeds come back true
0: um can well, i guess well, they
1: come back true to blue bonnet yeah, yeah but maybe no, it's a to big, the red and two white. Have,
2: yeah you may have four or five variations yeah maybe yeah. you'll get like a johnson city blue
0: Okay. Uh, you well know. Johnson City Red.
2: <laughs> I'll, I'll share those, uh,
4: but I'm really looking for. Every time y'all come up with something, I end up going down there and buying it.
3: Oh, <laughs> really?
1: Just, and then I look. I, I at know that thing. breaks. I know that breaks. Trace is hard to hear that, though.
0: Yeah, You're I know. Just like I you. Although you never come you know. when we're here, Joe. You then never I come by and say hello. You
3: know.
0: <laughs> Can I have one
4: more question? One more sure. question. Okay. i got a North Fork pipe.
3: Oh, it's Lord. got
4: two of them. Uh, it's four-house plant, okay? okay? And it's going to, it's going to, it uh, got two coming out of it. Now, my mother-in-law has a easy, beautiful Easy,
1: Joe, one. easy, easy. Does that happen when you talk about your mother-in-law a lot?
4: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> has a beautiful one out here at the ranch it's just one trunk okay, okay uh are there two in there? <laughs> Can I divide them or is there uh
1: no there's there's just one in there probably,
4: but there's two uh, there's uh, two trees coming out of it about the same size
1: okay, are they uh different pl- uh, places yeah. in
4: the uh, soil are they separate but yeah there's they look separate now I have't dug down in the soil to check out.
2: Yeah, you could do, you could dig down there without ruining yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. If or, I or you,
1: you you could take a spade and uh, dig that or sink it beneath between the two plants, and uh, <laughs> uh, if it, if it if it's if it if it's rooted in uh they they're probably, the roots are probably intermingled, so what you want to do is cut those roots so they'll be separate and then give it about uh i don't know a couple of months and then separate them
4: okay okay Melvin yes thank you very much uh uh calvin and all of y'all calvin really helped me out on my li- uh lemon tree mm mm-hmm. And well, you I really trouble. appreciate him uh, actually communicating with me and uh, <laughs> putting up with me and uh, taking care of me.
1: Well, that's so, all right. They, yeah, they, they happened, time, did a good job with
4: uh, it. And I had to get a more Grande when I was down there, too. Y'all just keep at all.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, it sounded like you were in trouble there. We were worried for a while. You kept saying your wife was going to get angry at you yeah. and all that. Well, yeah, we um, don't want that. I'm no, sitting no. there down there
4: to talk to you on a Saturday.
0: No, 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 no. We're okay.
4: <laughs> See, is she Johnson City
0: Josephine or Johnson uh. City Jane?
4: Well, she's a old German gal. So
0: what? I, German. I, she's
4: a German gal.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah,
4: okay.
1: Yeah, from it, the... Uh, now, what are you going to do with that more grinding?
4: Well, right now I'm going to overwinter it in my little greenhouse.
1: Okay. okay. Do you think that's, that's what I want? Rain? That's what I wanted you to do.
4: Okay. I wouldn't put it in the ground now. No. No.
1: And uh, they, they, when it gets well established, of course, uh, you can leave it in the ground and just cut it back to the ground every year, every spring. Yeah.
4: Just like a star, a the, star the, right.
1: yeah, these are right at that uh, air time when they they, if they freeze off, they may not come back.
4: Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not gonna, I've got a little greenhouse, I'm gonna put them in and I'm gonna pot them up a little bit more. And, good uh,
1: man. Now, and, uh, I, back to the pictures of the blue bonnet. Wonderful pictures. Are you are you good? Are you a good photographer, Joe? Yeah,
4: pretty good. Maybe I just maybe don't the fo-
1: photos of his granddaughter. Yeah, maybe you can have your granddaughter you
4: know. Yeah, don't have somebody. Milton had his beautiful wife in it, and yeah, behind her, uh, grinning like uh, like a cat. <laughs> well, we've tried. It. We've t- <laughs> yeah, we've talked
2: with Laura, and we've told her to. Tr- Tell M- Milton he's in the picture, but kind of had, have him yeah, on one is- side so we can edit him <laughs> out. Edit him out. Yeah, uh, I
0: know that's no respect at all. No respect.
4: That was. Uh, I, I respect uh, you, Milton, because you have to put
0: up with two old men. I know it ain't easy. Thank you, Joe, friend. Okay. Thank I'm you, glad man. Glad we helped you out. Yes, you always do. Bye. Glad we saved your marriage. Bye-bye. After all these years. <laughs> <laughs> All right. bye Joe.
5: Bye, Joe my name bye. Is Joe Hi Joe and I work in a button factory yeah, I got a wife that's nice I can't. <laughs> right.
0: I can't. Two, oh, no. we're trying to come up with theme music for Johnson City me. Joe. <laughs> All right 2103088867. I told you my story about uh, I may be repeating myself again when I went to Blanco and we were doing some stuff and uh, <laughs> talking to the Historical Association <laughs> no, wonder if Joe's still listening. And, um, I, they asked me what I did and I said, you know, I work at the radio station, do sales and on air and, and so on. And I said, in fact, we have a caller from, uh, Johnson city that calls us, uh, you know, and then regularly. Yeah, regularly and, uh, we enjoy talking to him and, uh, you know, she said, oh, who's that? And I thought, well, she's not going to know. And I said, well, it's Joe, and I don't know his last name. We know Joe. Oh, <laughs> oh man, they knew Joe all, all over the hill country. They know Joe. <laughs> and uh, Joe's apparently a troublemaker there in Blanco. Uh-oh. But a good one, it sounded like. <laughs> okay, the, uh, getting back to the, the blue
1: bonnets fertilization. Uh, uh, we I've run into this the whole time that we've been developing blue bonnets. The ones growing in the field and the ones growing in the uh, in containers is that uh, people say, well, they make their own nitrogen, which ris- uh, uh, legumes do; they make their own nitrogen. But they w- they will flourish better if they get some supplemental survival
3: versus flourishing. yeah
1: exactly. Yeah. but they're survived but uh and people, uh e- e- some of our est- co- uh, esteemed colleagues have written uh written a research paper that some got accepted that uh they won't bloom without rhizobium bacteria on the roots and uh my question was or when you're looking at these transplants out here, they were the seed was first scarified in concentrated sulfuric acid, which would have killed any any rhizobium bacteria, and uh, then they're grown in a sterile, somewhat sterile potting mix, so they never they never have uh, knots on the roots, which is the rhizobium bacteria, so uh, that. Hypothesis is completely wrong, but uh, anyway, that's another story. But, but these, these bluebonnet transplants out here were uh, fertilized every time they
2: were watered. Yeah, but then that's not as bad as it sounds. You may uh, we got the Milburgers has some automatic kind of uh, uh, apparatus that you can can apply the that soluble fertilizer but the other thing is you can just use a plastic garbage can and mix up a big batch of it and just dip when you do your watering. you just yeah. dip it in your watering can and just yeah
3: it'll
1: it'll it won't deteriorate no very much oh except for maybe a a long period of time but uh, and it's blue is yours blue oh yeah <laughs> yeah
2: that works. And yeah, Jer- Jerry and I tell. talked about a long time We for uh, citrus. It works for citrus, too. Oh, yeah. It's dilute enough that it doesn't disrupt that foliage versus fruit production You're right. situation. Uh, but there's enough nutrients in there to keep that uh, balance, that dark green color in the leaves right. that Jerry's talking about. Right. But uh, what he's trying to get is a, ma- a major... Impact or show this top showiness from those red, white, and blue yeah right so it's a it's a special experiment and they'll they'll be pretty next spring and,
1: and uh, maybe maybe we'll have Johnson City Joe come around to everybody that plants them up in that area and take pictures
0: oh there you go
1: now don't don't mess this up,
0: Joe. Now, you know what I Joe's, don't want you messing this up. You know what Joe would enjoy, and he'll probably be able to come get next week, is those strawberries. Uh-oh. Yeah, i will have to come back down one more time. <laughs> uh,
1: I, w- I wonder if Joe drives himself, or has he got a uh, limousine or something?
0: Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I'm... He, you know, he's a pretty old guy. Is he? Yeah. I think he's even older than Kevin. I mean. What? Yeah. Wow.
2: I don't, I don't know. No. Now that we're seems, insulting seems pretty re- far-reaching, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah.
0: Hey, we need to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll-free. 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery, 1604 on Bulverde Road on 930 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Milburgers Gardenings of Texas. Thank you, Songs, as Thanksgiving is just around the corner from Al back at the station. Hey, uh here you'll thank me for this too. BSG Builder Systems Group has a great deal going on right now. Uh, they're uh, focusing uh, on a lot of different things. We talked about home entertainment and home theater yesterday. Right now, they've got a special deal on cameras too, and uh, you can uh, they, they give some ideas on where you can use the cameras. And there's some great ideas. Uh, if you want to put a camera, maybe you've got a pool in the backyard, and you don't want you want to make sure that nothing uh, kind of gets in the pool, so you can can have the camera uh, set up by the pool, and the camera will send an alert if somebody uh, jumps the fence or is going to get in the pool, and it can distinguish between an animal and a human being before it sends the alert, which is really very, very cool. Uh, You can do it for a tool shed. You can see if you've got a room where maybe you keep some stuff in there that you don't want kids to get into or something like that, you can put a camera in that room. They'll help you with all the possibilities, and they've got the highest technical Equipment, and you know what? They'll even come out and install it for you, and they encourage you not to get uh, go to the big box stores and get cameras from there because when you do, you're setting yourself up because those cameras from the big box stores uh, can be uh, well they, temperamental. They, no, they can uh, be hacked. I guess is the best way to put it. But they they use the uh, same security at BSG that the government uses in terms of a, of um encrypting the information and getting in. So you owe it to yourself if you've been thinking about a camera to see, you know, when packages are coming in or who's at your door, maybe that idea came about for something else where someone was uh kinda Doing resting and stuff, and they they had a neighbor that uh, <laughs> was uh, they they lived in an apartment. You can do this in apartments too, and the the neighbors' guests would always come by, and they're like, oh man, now what they do is they got a camera, they can see if it's for uh, them or some somebody else, and they can actually talk to them. And say, uh, you know, can we help you? No, I'm looking for Betty. And oh, no, hope that's next door. I got the wrong place. <laughs> but then they don't have to get up and, and worry about it. So call BSGTexas.com, BSGTexas.com, and learn more about it. Or. Give them a call and find out all about the great camera information at 210-877-1222.
1: You didn't mention the most important use, sir. I know I didn't. I figured you might.
0: Go ahead. What's the (laughs) most important use? Dogs on the front yard, on your front yard. They have been used in the past to verify that a neighbor's (laughs) dog has been pooping in your yard. There you go. Even when the neighbor denied it (laughs) because they had shown them the video.
1: You have video and you can... Uh, like my brother used to do. Yeah. When he found out what the offending, who the offending neighbor was walking the dog, he would go out and pick up the
0: dog's poop and throw it into his yard. Well, what you do with the dog poop after you verify as <laughs> the neighbor is up to you. But.
1: and and you say they 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 they've got a system that'll alert you when there's. Say a yes. dog
0: in the front yard? Well, <laughs> yeah, it'll, you can set it for different settings. There
1: but, you go. There you go. So get alerted. So you're not concerned and about that And shoot the dog. No. What?
0: Don't go <laughs> shoot the dog. What is wrong with you? What about with a BB gun? No. A gun? No. No shooting dogs. What about shooting a neighbor? No. <laughs> no one gets shot on this show. You're frightening the children that listen. All right. 210-308-8867. Their number is, sorry, 210 7 1 2 2, 2, 2 1, 0, 8 7, 7 1, 2, 2, 2 for BSG. All right, 2 1 0, 3, 0, 8, 8, 8, 6, 7. I still think they need to shoot. No, them, no, no. It won't put it there. It won't put there again. Nope. Just, just call the authorities. Guess what? <laughs> the, dog, the dog poop authorities. <laughs> don't take matters into your own hands. I wonder what, what the...
1: Nope, do you but, call the police because of I the poop. I don't know. We're, we're, I do not know. Uh, they
0: probably wouldn't like that.
1: Probably not. Uh, do you know wouldn't. what this is? The final week?
0: Yeah, we got some great sale items on. It's the final week of some of these items. Perennials. Yeah.
1: And that includes Lantana's, Salvia's, and more. Number one pot regularly six ninety nine on sale for four eighty eight. But this is the final week. So that means after tomorrow
0: Yeah, they're off sale.
1: They're off sale.
0: And that's a... Uh, yeah, and I saw some people was Mark telling us tomorrow or today's the last day of the uh to have your receipt for the saws rebate?
1: Yeah, I think so. I yeah, think the fi- he said was, that. I thought
0: said that. Thought it was the fifteenth, which is today, right? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, there's what do you tell people what you see out there? Got, I see lantana. <laughs> uh, what else do you see out there? There's a lot of different selections. Ball yeah.
1: bean. A lot of lantanas, and uh, I don't I don't see any of our uh, our. Uh, Lavender lantana, the the one that's starting to bloom now around town.
0: Did it all get gobbled up?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think uh, so. i tell you a plant that uh, continues to impress me uh, is uh, thrialis. As I was walking in, they've got some uh, thrialis left under, under the tree over there by the butterfly garden. And they're in a group, and they're in full bloom. Mm. And they have been. Remember, I've been watching to see which is the bloomingest plant in the nursery this week. Mm -hmm. They've been in the tops for, I don't know, four to six weeks. I didn't realize they bloomed that long.
2: Yeah, they're uh, pretty steady once they start.
1: Yeah, they're there. (laughs) And it's a Texas superstar.
2: And the deer won't eat it.
1: The deer won't eat it. It's,
2: butterflies uh, like them
1: yeah I, I don't know if we we found a
2: problem with them yet Hm. Mm-hmm. they they're growing alkaline soil and they they actually have a little more freeze tolerance than uh, Esperanza.
1: yeah yeah I uh, most people still cut them down to the ground but because the plant will get uh, fairly large yeah uh, like I said, I always judge mine by the uh, by the planting. The, the first planting I ever saw was out at uh, Color Spot Nursery, uh, and uh, theirs they cut that their, theirs down every year. And by the end of the by the end of the fall, by the fall, they were six feet tall, six or seven feet tall. Yeah. I don't and full of blooms.
2: I don't always cut mine down, uh but mine don't get much taller than six or seven feet.
1: Oh, okay. Um, Do they stay thick? They stay pretty they stay, thick.
2: They yeah, they stay they stay real thick. They You're in the tree
1: they, in the shade?
2: No, they're in the they're in the, full sun? Well they get uh, they're in the afternoon sun.
1: So oh my thick. goodness. So
2: they get it comes over the top, you know, the pecan and then then they get the blast. Yeah.
1: And uh but anyway that's that's been an impressive plant. In the number three containers, regularly twenty four ninety nine. Almost twenty five. That was almost twenty five. On sale for nineteen eighty eight. Yeah. So that's a good a good saving. Is this the last uh uh, yeah, no. Oh, no? Okay. <laughs> Not for throw Oh, that's But
0: funny. it
1: is the final week for our best landscape and foundation shrubs. And uh, we've been getting a lot of questions about uh, people wanting to plant a, a screening shrub or a shrub around a new house. And uh, they, you can say 40%. On our favorites, dwarf Yopon Holly and dwarf Burford Holly, uh, for this final week, you say forty percent. With number three pot regularly,
0: that's t- a really good
1: 1999, deal. Nineteen ninety nine on sale for eleven eighty eight. While supplies last. And uh, hollies are probably the best most bulletproof uh, shrub that you can plant around your house or in your landscape. Also, shade trees. Save 30% off. And uh, got all sorts of... They have, they have good shade trees here. Good good trees here. And uh, all the recommended uh, varieties. And then... Uh, th- uh, and that, that, that's the final week. Over Monday, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, like the, but the old people can come in on Tuesday, right? Don't they still get a discount? Uh,
0: if you're over sixty, I don't know if that counts as old people or not. <laughs> it does, since okay. I've been, since I'm over sixty, man.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh, and uh, citrus trees, they got a good selection of those. And they've still got winterizer fertilizer on sale, or for sale. Yeah. Is it too late to fertilize, Calvin? <laughs>
3: Calvin's well, thinking.
1: Um, <laughs> um, my my grass, because of the drought, is brown.
2: Yeah, I thought if it's brown, I wouldn't fertilize. It. Yeah. But they're uh, what we're debating about. If the grass is capable, it's got green tops. And uh as Trace says it sw- can sweat or trans- mm-hmm. translocate. Only if your lawn is green and and growing, growing then you yeah. could you could probably fertilize if it's if it's showing some dormancy for the winter then yeah. it'd probably be better to wait.
1: Yeah, I tell the story where when, when winter riser first came out, uh Steve George was the county horticulturist there. And we were, uh, we did an experiment on my front yard, of course. <laughs> That's why I always had a weird-looking front yard. Uh, it was Florida Town. And uh, we tried to make it start growing again. After, after we, we went from cutting it, mowing it from uh, uh, at least once a week to mowing it maybe every two to three weeks, and we laced that sucker with uh, high nitrogen fertilizers and uh, the available winterizer at that time, and could not get it to green up, to start growing again, because the soil temperatures have cooled down. And that slows the yeah, uh, the whole chemistry growth.
2: It's converted right, right. It's a different, basically a different plant after it uh, the winter gets here.
1: And the neat thing about this winterizer fertilizer, uh, they were, they, were, they sell here 18612, which is the exact formulation, which was winter, which was originally recommended three one two or four one two ratio. But uh, that winter of the of 18612, is wonderful to uh, side dress uh, uh, pa, uh, and, and for blooming annuals, blooming yeah. flowers. Well,
2: annuals. and for coclops, crops, yeah. Right, right and, Oh, yeah. And your favorite, Brussels
1: sprouts. Uh, yeah. And blue bonnets. <laughs> That's what we put on blue bonnets. We do fertilize all of our plantings of bluebonnets for the seed. Uh, we we fertilize.
2: How often did you side dress?
1: On the fur on the bluebonnets. Yeah. Uh, when we did the flag, uh, I think we did it twice during the growing oh, okay. season. Okay,
2: so it wasn't every. Yeah. It wasn't every.
1: Much to uh, John, We waited till John Thomas was uh, out of town. And then we went, well, Dr. Stein and I went out there and, uh, or do a car and fertilized them and also culled them, robed them. John didn't want to robe anything, didn't want to pull up any blue bonnets. That's, that's where
5: it. our origins went, Milton. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: he I, do, I do think there was a couple of oranges. Mm-hmm. Look at that guy. I got a whole, whole of, uh, uh, deal of those, uh, my favorite... Uh, Ginger, oh, the variegated ginger. Yeah, variegated ginger. Those have done well. I've seen a lot of people walking out of it. Yep, yep. They're so colorful in the shade. Another thing that I've seen that you've got out here is uh, kale, ornamental cab. I get.
5: I don't. Really,
1: I don't know if you got any cabbage, but I, they got an ornamental. Pretty, kale. pretty sure there's both. Is they both
5: there? There's really not much difference. I mean, they're both good color up in the center. Yeah, yeah. But cabbage has a flat leaf and kale has a crinkly leaf.
1: There you go, and it's
5: you can't I, tell you can't tell until you get close to them. Yeah, I what got I got, I
1: got I liked that kale, and to really
5: it, you hear that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, didn't, he, didn't he didn't say deep quartered, right? He didn't, he didn't say the eat. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and so if you got something that you need to plant in the shade uh, that you can. Uh, the, that'll go through the winter. Uh, you can get some of that. I think they're in four and a half inch. Aren't they're they? four inch. Four inch. In that, they're larger plants of kale. Now down here, uh, we need to start with larger plants as early as we can in the in the fall. Fall, so we can get that large, beautiful head in the spring. And when I planted them in, uh, in Tennessee, they've got a longer cool season, and they got big. And that cabbage, too. Man, that big ornamental cabbage is, is hard and, to beat.
5: And you were successful in the shade?
1: Yeah. Hmm. Under Well, it was under a deciduous tree.
5: Okay. Well, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. But uh, I think they'll do well in the shade. Now, the deer will eat the hell out of them. And people, people. So the deer don't think they're ornamental?
5: No, they don't. <laughs> I
2: mean, even, even pigeons, Alita. Hmm. Even pigeons, will eat Yeah, we had a big, uh, <laughs> out there at, uh.
5: Well, I could vouch for chickens doing it. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Out there on the, uh, river, river walk, there was, uh. Yeah. Some gardens, and we couldn't figure out what was terrorizing the, the ornamental kale. <laughs> <laughs> so there were about three of us, four of us, uh. Horticulturists out there conferring, looking. Trying to figure it out. Figure it out. It and while we were there, a big flock of pigeons uh. came in and showed, showed us exactly
5: what was happening. So you, need, so you need a hawk house. Yeah, yeah exactly. Y'all going to start selling those hawk houses here? I, I want to, yeah. yeah I know.
0: Uh, Margie's on the line. You have a (laughs) second? We're going to ask her about our Satsumas. You bet. Okay. 2103088867. Hi, Margie. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today?
6: I am blessed. I just had a question concerning my Satsuma that's in a 20-gallon pot, and the limbs are really draped over Is it possible to trim that, and if so, when?
5: Are they draped because there's fruit on it, or they're just growing that way?
6: Each each limb has maybe two uh, fruit on it, but it is... I'm concerned about it because I don't want them to break, even though they're not loaded. I don't (laughs) know.
5: Well... I think my first answer would be to wait just a little while and maybe pull one of the fruits off of each one, and then it should come back up a little bit. And then after the first freeze, after first freeze, uh, pull the rest of them, and then they should all come back up some.
2: They're in my experience too. They're they're always they're more flexible than like peach trees or anything. Yeah, the citrus. So you got a lot more slack. I'm, I'm with Trace. You got you got some time to, to go with it a little while, and the problem is if you cut it off, you, you kind of uh, mess with the, the shape and the foliage, and yeah. so... Okay. How,
1: how, uh, how long have you had it? Uh,
6: it's been in the pot
1: about three years. Three years in a, a five gallon? Twenty gallon. Oh, twenty gallon. 20 gallon. Okay. That's good. Do you move it in? No. <laughs> what kind of satsuma
5: is it? Do you know what the name Ar- of it is?
6: Arctic, Arctic Frost.
5: <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, Arctic Frost. Okay. And if she bought that three years ago, it's on its own root. Yeah.
1: yeah. Which explains why she doesn't have to bring it in. So do you do you fertilize it every spring with copious amounts of osmocote? I do
6: that, and I, I also use... Uh, fertilizer. I
1: mean not okay. do with that also. There you go. You're not going to trip her up. there I knew it. I thought I thought I would go find her, not fertilizing that thing.
3: <laughs>
1: you did yeah, good, girl. Know. You did good. I
6: think so. I'm I'm proud of it. It has good sized fruit. So Is not that, that many, I mean, not that many, but yeah, they are good size.
2: That's good. How close are they? I mean, they shown any color or the fruit large?
6: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've already picked uh, half a dozen. They're so it.
2: So that that gives even more credence to the trace. If you know, if it gets too bad, you just take half the fruit Mm -hmm. off and use it. Yeah.
6: Yep.
5: Yeah. But that's good. I have have been right once or twice. I I think this is one of them. uh,
2: Should it ever be trimmed, and if so, when would it be to sharpen the limbs a little? Uh, I I hesitate on the on, <laughs> on the citrus because their natural shape con- contributes to their cold tolerance and their yeah. production, and they they look so good. But okay. you can,
1: yeah. Uh, if you do, if you do decide to trim it, wait till uh, February or March. Okay. Is that before it blooms? That that uh, yes, a little bit before it blooms, uh, but definitely before it uh, sends out uh, sends out new shoots.
6: Okay. Okay. All
0: right. Sounds good. Thank you very okay, much. Okay, you're doing That'll good. Be. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks. Bye bye. Thanks, Margie. You take care. 210-308-8867. Still time for you to give us a call and be a part of today's show. So I interrupted you. You were talking about some stuff.
1: My uh, my Satsuma trees are, were lo- are loaded this year, but they're being harvested by yeah. the squirrels. You
5: see, you haven't brought us any.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'm going to get get any <laughs> or many. But uh, so whatever
2: is that, it is. So it sounds like you're going to have a lot of <laughs> squirrel soup. Yeah, yeah. That's right. There's recipes on Plant Answers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you think they've got that, the meat has that uh, citrusy flavor? It, it might. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot of the uh, Chinese food has got that orange yeah. orange flavored. Yeah. So you can make <laughs> a should be great. squirrel
1: a la orange. But what's, what's blowing my mind, and I, I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. Uh, is that I found fruit out there, that's in with fruit, off the tree, on the ground, with all the peeling taken off, meticulously taken off, and the fruit is not damaged. The, the uh, juice sacks are not damaged. And that thing is completely taken off all the skin, all was, the peeling.
5: Was the skin still there, or was the skin missing? Uh, the skin's missing.
1: Mhm. What you thinking, Trace? Maybe they're eating the skin. <laughs> uh,
5: actually, I was thinking. Well, that wasn't what I was thinking. But what I was thinking is maybe there's a flea problem or a mite problem, and they're putting it as bedding. Well yeah. or, or if they eat enough of it, maybe it deters whatever thing they have. Maybe
1: so. That's sweet. And I'm glad they're No, using it's tart. <laughs> and i found I found some uh I think that's squirrels uh some peelings uh beneath the tree beneath my big oak tree that's close to my satsuma so uh I got one that's leaving the peel and but uh how they take every piece of that peeling off and never damage. The deal
5: is unbelievable. And I eat the fruit. It's perfectly good. So, in other words, you're thanking the squirrel for pre-peeling it for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: yeah squirrels are trying to, it's like cats bring Isn't you dead them, birds and mice. The squirrels well, are just leaving those uh, things it's, an, for it's
2: another example of the sustainable uh, winter there landscape. There you go. <laughs> the squirrels are trying to help you, and what are you doing?
0: You're encouraging people on the air to prepare them for Thanksgiving. You are not helping these squirrels one bit. Well, uh, if they, uh-huh. keep, if they keep knocking mine off.
1: <laughs> I, the satsumas that I'm harvesting now have been knocked off by some farmer on the ground, but not eaten or damaged. So I go out and pick those up, <laughs> and that's the ones I eat. But... uh that's I've got to take a picture
0: of that. Well past right. the
5: 3 second rule. Yeah, yeah, well past. <laughs> so if you're having
0: the same problem with your SatSum. Uh, yeah, oh, it's a 2103088867. We want to have a just a little session, little therapy session going on. We want to, Misery Loves Company, so we'd love to have you on the show. Yeah. Uh 2103088867. It, it it kills me that maybe that's a squirrel doing
1: that. I think I think it's a rat. Or a mouse. It's the same thing.
0: Squirrel and a rat. Yeah. Well, yeah, but... One's cute, the other not so much.
1: i never have eaten a rat. Do you think they'd yeah. have a squirrel taste? Not that you know of. I, have
5: have not, I would not know the answer to that. <laughs> have, you, have you
0: eaten squirrel before? Oh, yeah, big time. Okay. And you saw... He's, ate it he's, on,
5: uh, he's from Tennessee, I, I, they, That's not I cooked it on everything.
1: Tennessee. I mean, on TV.
5: Oh, Jerry has that road roadkill cookbook.
0: All right, so you knew where it came from. Yeah, no one was trying to fool you with a rat. No, no. Okay, uh, we we went out and harvested our own sport. I see.
2: Well, there's a movie, a relatively famous movie, where the so prisoner of war camp, Uh-oh. where they they're uh, harvesting rats. Is that right? Yeah, I was trying to remember what the movie
5: is called.
0: <laughs>
2: All right, well, Calvin tries to remember. <laughs> We're going to take a break.
0: I don't, don't want know. him to remember. Oh, okay. How, much longer How much
5: longer do we have in the show? Yeah. Maybe he <laughs> can't remember that.
0: Yeah, I don't know. 210-308-8867. 210 308 Toll free 866 308 Back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer.
4: I just want to say I thank you for the food I eat And I thank you, Lord, for the place I sleep And I thank you for my coat that keeps me warm Yes, and my feet that take me where I want to go And my eyes that see the sunsets glow in my ears, i hear what they would know. I thank you, Lord. The world is mine, and I'm doing
0: fine. And welcome back to Millburger's Garden. Who it's is ha- that thing? Is. Johnny Cash. I've never heard that song before. That Johnny Cash? Yeah, that's great. That's got to be an old one. That's a perfect one for Thanksgiving.
3: <laughs> yeah. All right.
0: 210-308-8867. 210-308. Eighty-eight, sixty-seven. No one is calling in with that same problem you have with your satsuma's know. being completely Rest peeled. F- no fruit eaten out of it. But uh,
1: <laughs> I've had satsumas for over thirty years now, and never I've had never had
0: seen that? that. That's weird.
2: It's weird. It's aliens. I got to take a picture of it. It's uh, are there crop circles so, in your grass? Somebody you've irritated. <laughs> one, a master gardener you've irritated, yeah. and they're out there trying to drive you crazy by they're, it. they're <laughs> gaslighting yeah. him. Well, uh, well, even, sorta.
1: you know, I not doubt if a person could do that, to peel a satsuma without damaging uh, the fruit, just remove the peeling. Uh, I don't think you could do that. Really? Because, I mean, you know, you always damage some of the fruit some of the way. Hey, Milton, do you think they still got some uh, fall decor?
0: Decor, yeah, Trey said they still had a little bit left fifty yeah, percent off, yeah I think yeah it's going only for a little while longer because uh well, when it run out, I guess
1: yeah, while supplies last yeah they'd be they're making way for Christmas pretty decorum. soon yeah, they already I
2: see the signs out there about the Christmas trees though. yeah, yeah, yeah. well I've, live trees here I
1: walked into the walked into the, they've got several different types of uh container live trees out there for sale i saw my favorite uh uh neodor cedar out there
2: yeah i like (laughs) i bought one of one of those i don't know how many years ago as a christmas tree yeah and it's growing now it's 25 26 feet yeah they get big yeah nice they're a nice plant and with uh uh, climate change they're less likely to
5: freeze the, the tops out, like yeah the old days
1: <laughs> yeah when i when i first came here uh, i i kind of liked uh, the uh the the uh trees from the north the uh the cypress not the cypress uh the pines they uh
2: Oste, uh, Austrian pine. Yeah, trees? yeah. See. The
1: different kinds of pines that they have in the north. For the
2: Christmas trees. Yeah,
1: yeah. And uh, they, that—that's as close as we can get to, a, to one of those trees as possible. And that—that uh, that was, like I said, forty well, years ago.
2: It's like a blue a blue spruce.
1: Too. Yeah, right. That's what I was trying yeah. to think of. Blue spruce.
2: Yeah, that's that's cl- close. Uh, the color is. Made, yeah, so right. It's not as disciplined a grower, but it's uh, it's pretty. Be- it's beautiful. But,
1: but we'd had a cold spell, and it's interesting. It just froze the tops out.
2: And every, didn't
1: kill the rest of the tree.
2: Almost everyone in the, in San Antonio
1: it had that, that problem. Top, yeah. Yeah. The very top uh-huh.
2: I guess it's out there <laughs> vulnerable without protection, and then that may be extended uh, in yeah. term, terms of moisture and everything, too.
1: I don't know. Huh. They sure were pretty. What was left was still pretty.
2: Yeah, that's right.
1: But I don't see a lot of those anymore. Do you see those around San Antonio much anymore?
2: I don't see a lot of new ones planted except for yeah. we promote them as a Christmas tree. Yeah.
1: So anyway, they've got got a good supply of those in, and uh, there were several types. We were talking about the uh, living Christmas trees you got out there. Yep. And the Deodor,
5: uh No, don't have that one yet.
1: What is that? What is that fine needled one? Uh,
5: there's no there's no cedar deodors over there. There's Leland cypress, elderica, or, no, excuse me, uh, yeah, uh, not Eldarica. Um Aleppo and Stone.
1: Maybe it's Stone I'm looking at. I don't know. So, but anyway.
5: So, But all those are good.
2: All those are good. So, which, so what do we got so far then? You've got Leyland.
5: Uh, Leyland's and uh, Aleppo and Stone Pine. And there was a couple of, of odd ones over there that I don't recall what they were, but there was only like two of them.
0: All right, Trace, you're going to get the last word because you just have about 40 seconds left. No, I don't like for him to
5: get the last
0: word. I know you don't. Last word. All right, so they should call you Wednesday to find out about the strawberries or just come in?
5: They can call, but remember, we're having phone issues.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no. no. I'm not
5: sure sure we've even talked about that, but uh, we've been waiting on uh, the phone man to come for quite some time. Oh, no. So only about 20%, 25% of the phone calls actually make it to where we can even hear it ring.
0: Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, then just come on in.
5: All right, we're gonna say or, goodbye or, for t- Or emails.
0: Our email, yeah. Cool. All right, we'll say goodbye for today. I'm
3: Milton Glick on behalf of the docs. Thanks to Al doing a great job. Thanks to you for listening. See you next week on the answer.